It's time to break the mold of what you've been taught your entire adult life. Welcome to Happily Ever Employed. A career is a business, and you should run it like a business. Every episode of Happily Ever Employed will teach you just how to focus on how to do that. We'll interview everybody, from people trying to figure it out to CEOs of Fortune 500 companies. This is Happily Ever Employed. And this is Deetra Giles. Now let's dive into it. This is the second episode in our Was She Right series. So we talked already about the recruiter who posted that she offered a candidate $85,000 when the salary was budgeted for one thirty. dollars And the big question you all want to know from me is, was she wrong? Now here's the deal. I told you all before. I don't care about what she wrong. All I care about was what can you learn so that you can get the salary you want. I mean, that's a, I don't care whether she was right. All I care about is what you will learn so that you can get the promotion you want and the pay that you deserve. But you all really need to hear from me. So before I go to the next episode, where I give you tips on negotiations and stuff like that to really get the promotion you want to pay that you deserve. Let's talk about was she wrong. My answer, and this is my personal answer. This is a Dietra answer. In my professional opinion, she was wrong. Did she violate the law? That's something different. Did she violate ethics? That's something different. Did she violate a moral code? Again, that's something different. But what I'm saying is what would Dietra have done? And what does Dietra think? And Dietra says she was wrong. Here's why. And here's what I have done in the past. I have sat across from people, gave them an offer, and they accepted the offer. I remember one woman who I was giving an offer to. And to this day, I still laugh about this because I gave her an offer. And typically as a recruiter, as an HR professional, back in the day when I was recruiting, I would offer a little bit lower than what the budget for the position was. Not because I was trying to lowball the candidate. But because I was giving myself room for negotiations because I know you're supposed to negotiate. So let's say in this example, I had 130 for the position. I may offer 115, 110. And the person comes back and says, well, actually, I was thinking more the lines of 140. Well, you know what? We can't do 140. But here's the deal. Let me go check. I go check, come back and say, we can probably do 120. And they say, you know what, that looks good, but based on my years of experience, blah, 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 here's what I looked, I looked at the market, based on my value, I really think I should be getting 135. Um, I can budge a little bit, but I can't budge down to 120. I can't budge to 125. And they'll say, I was really thinking 135. And I may come back and say, you know what, the budget won't support 135, but I think I can get to 130. Will that be okay? And now we meet somewhere and we go from 120, 110, 115 to 130. So I'm going to go start low so that we can negotiate. Boom. And, in, and, and here's an honest thing. I'm going to be honest here. 
there have been times where I had, let's say, 130. And by the time we negotiated, we got to 125. They left five on the table or we negotiated, got to one, 120 and they left 10 on the table. Cool. But there I, I remember a situation once where I offered a salary again, expecting negotiations. And the person said, OK, yeah. And I looked at them and I couldn't say, no, don't accept that. I was expecting you to negotiate. I just looked at the woman and shook my head no. And she was looking at me really crazy like, did you just tell me no? And I just kept saying no. And she was like, yes, I had. And I said, mm-mm. And after a while, she got the she got what I was saying. And then she started throwing out numbers. And, I would, and if it was still too low, I shook my head no. Then she went up. I shook my head no. She went up. I shook my head no. Then she said a number and I started yes. And she's like, I would like to counter offer with this salary. <laughs> and to this day, I laugh about that because I was not about to let that woman accept $20,000 less than what was available to her. Right? So that's something I would not do. I wouldn't do it. And it goes against my moral code. And here's the deal. Depending on the recruiter, and people often say, well, the recruiters are incentivized. That's not really true. Internal recruiters, depending on where they work, I have not seen where internal recruiters are incentivized to give people below the salary uh, budgeted. I have not seen that. And I've worked in a lot of places. I told you all I've been in HR for over 20 years. And I personally have not seen where recruiters got bonuses based on getting people in below budget. And let me tell you why that's not a good idea. For recruiters, the what you want to do is you want to get the best and brightest talent that the company can keep. It's not just about getting the best and the brightest. You want to get people that the company can keep. Guess what you can't do? You can't keep somebody when you're paying them $50,000 below market value and let me tell you how this works especially in today's market in today's market you have your competitor that is trolling your employees trying to steal them from you the minute a recruiter from a competitor finds out this woman's salary and that she's making fifty thousand dollars below market you can count her as gone because all they have to do is offer her $30,000 more than she's making with you when she's out the door. Right now, think about it. You, you, I'm talking to you. If someone came and offered you $30,000 more than you were making right now, what you going to do? I already know what you're going to do. You are bouncing. You, you, you cannot type fast enough to get that resignation letter out. Right. So as a recruiter, when you're offering fifty thousand dollars below market, you're not doing your job. And so that's why I say it was wrong on a moral and ethical level. I just would not do that to a person. But I also wouldn't do that to my employer because I already know from being in HR all these years, you are going to lose that employee because guess what? You're going to work. You are going to want one hundred and thirty thousand dollars worth of work while you're paying her eighty five thousand dollars and eventually she's going to realize wait a minute 
I'm doing 85. I'm doing 130 and you're paying me 85. It's time for me to go where I can get 130. Right. So I think the recruiter was wrong on so many levels. And so people will say the recruiters incentivized. That's probably not true. That's probably not how it works. She's not incentivized to bring employees in lower than the budgeted salary. Here's the other side of it. External recruiters, this wouldn't have happened. This had to be an internal recruiter because external recruiters are incentivized to get a higher salary. So external recruiters are when a company says, hey, one, this is a specialty job. So we want to hire people who specialize in recruiting these types of people or two, We are just so overloaded. We don't have the capacity to do our own recruitment. So we're going to hire an external recruiting firm. And the way that typically works is that external recruiting firm gets a percentage of that person's salary. So let's say you're getting paid $100,000 a year and they get 50% of your first year salary. So that means the external recruiter will get $50,000 for having recruited you. Now here's the deal. You heard the numbers. They get a percentage of the first year's salary. It is in their benefit to negotiate a higher salary. They're going to negotiate as high as possible. If they feel like they can get you 150, I don't care if someone said, we want to pay this person 100. They're going to come back to to the company and say, you know what? I know you said you have 100, but do you happen to have 130? Because we can get you a really good person for 130. We found the perfect person, but their salary requirements are 130. So in every aspect, this person was not incentivized to give this person a lower salary. Again, in most instances, I don't know this recruiter personally. I don't know their company personally, so I don't know how they're structured. But In most instances, she is not incentivized to give this person a lower salary. So there was nothing but harm that could be done on one side and no real benefit on her side. There is nobody in that company that's like, yay, you got us a good person for $50,000 less. Yay. Right. So in my opinion, you all are asking, Deetra, do you think she was wrong? And my answer is yes, I do think she was wrong. It's not what I would have done. I, and again, I don't know her situation. I don't know her boss. I don't know what she's been trained to do. I don't know the requirements she's under, which is why I almost hesitate to say that she was wrong. And when I say she was wrong, I give all those caveats because there's so many things I don't know. But what I will say is it's not what I would have done. That's not how I'm set up. And I will tell you, that's not how a lot of recruiters are set up. The next part of it is, but even if you would do that, go on to Twitter and bragging about it, bad move. Not a good idea. I, 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 I highly don't recommend that, right? So I answered your question. I told you well, I didn't care whether she was right or wrong. Um, I cared about what the learning was for you and how to use this to get the promotion you want and the pay that you deserve, but you all cared. So I did a whole episode just to say, I told y'all, I want to do an episode answering your question flat out without any caveat. It's not what I would have done. And with some caveats, not knowing all the details, I do think she was wrong. And if you are a recruiter out there listening to this, if you, if you have restrictions that don't allow you to tell things, you all find a way, find a way 
to make sure that you can get these people the pay that they deserve. Does it have to be at the top of the negotiations range? It doesn't have to be at the top, but $50,000, that's just unacceptable. And it's just downright, I'm sorry, it's unethical for the company to pay someone that low knowing the salary, because salaries aren't just pulled out of the air, y'all. Salaries are created based on the value they expect that person to add, the amount of work they expect from that person, the things that they expect that person to do. So you want $130,000 from this person, but you want to pay them eighty five. dollars That's just unethical. And I'm sorry, there's, there's no caveat to that. So it's not what I would have done. And now your question is answered. I appreciate you for listening to Happily Ever Employed. Don't just change your life, change your friend's life and make sure to share this podcast. You can find me at Deetra Giles on Facebook or D-U-G-I-L-E-S on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to email me, you can reach me at D-U-G-I-L-E-S at execuprep.com. That's E-X-E-C-U. P-R-E-P.com. And remember, I love you with my whole heart area. So go out, be great, unapologetically and on purpose.